This episode of Keep Calm and Jiu-Jitsu is brought to you by Gracie Baja Jefferson City. Reach out to Coach Rob or Coach Oli at 573-636-4252, located 1850 State Highway C, Suite A, Jefferson City, Missouri, 65109. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens, this is Keep Calm and Jiu-Jitsu. I am Coach Rick with Gracie Baja Hannibal. I'm super excited this week to sit down with one of my oldest jiu-jitsu friends, Coach Kirsten of Gracie Baja Jefferson City. Coach, let's have some fun. Hey, Coach K, thank you for joining me today. How are you doing? Good, how are you? I'm, I'm doing great today. Beautiful day outside. Uh, hopefully when this releases, it's a beautiful day too. Hope so. <laughs> so let's just start off with, um, where are you from? Uh, I'm originally from Tennessee, um, Nashville area, and then I moved to uh, Missouri when I was going into the fifth grade, and I've been here ever since. So right now, you don't have a husband or any kids yet, do you? I do not. You have fur babies though, right? I do. I have uh, a dog and a cat, and I'm about to get a new puppy. What are their names? Uh, Watson is my dog, Stryker is my cat, and my puppy is as yet unnamed. Nice. Uh, mom and dad still live in the area? They do. Um, yep, they've lived here uh, quite a while. My dad has a lot of family in the area, uh, which is why we moved here originally, um, and a lot of them still live here. Uh, most of my mom's relatives, uh, or their side, is mostly in Tennessee with just a little bit in Missouri. Do you have any brothers or sisters? I have a sister and a half-brother. Uh, my sister still lives here uh, in Missouri. She's expecting her first child uh, with her husband. Just found out it's going to be a boy. Pretty excited. Wow. This will be my first nephew. So They just got married in the last year, didn't they? Yep. Man, they're, they're starting. No, it's, it's been a little over a year. Has but... it been? Yes, I, I remember uh, you guys getting ready to go to it last year. Or I remember you getting ready to go to it. Yeah. I don't remember when it was, but I know you were getting ready yeah. to. Um, if you had to say you inherited a trait from each family member, what would you attribute to them? Uh, my mom, probably patience and kindness. Um, she's pretty patient with me and my sister and, uh, my dad, uh, we are two peas in a pod. Everything that he likes, I like food, video games, movies, TV, books, doesn't matter. We're super similar. So uh, what can you tell me about your first martial arts experience? Uh, so my first martial arts experience was actually Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu um, at Gracie Baja School here in Missouri, uh, Gracie Baja Hannibal. Um, I had never done any martial arts before that, uh, but I kind of decided that I wanted to do something to get me in better shape. I wanted to lose some weight, um, and I just kind of wanted a hobby. Um, I've never been one that has made friends easily, per se, um, and so I just kind of wanted something to, you know, interact with some people and do something fun. Why'd you pick jujitsu? Um, so, nerdy uh, reason. I was watching the show Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and uh, the character who plays Coulson 
Um, I had seen in an article somewhere that he had just gotten his black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And I was like, oh, that, that sounds like it'd be fun. Um, and of course, living in a small town, I did not at all think that there was going to be a Jiu-Jitsu school anywhere near me. Um, and so when I Googled it, there happened to be one in my own town. So I was like, all right, let's try it. What can you tell me about your first jujitsu class? Um, it's been a while, so I don't remember a whole lot. I remember um, being really nervous, um, especially as a female in a male-dominated uh, sport. Um, nowadays, we see lots of ladies come in for lots of different reasons, uh, but I was nervous, but it was a blast. Um, I remember at the end, uh, Coach Bo at the time, now professor, uh, he's like, you know, you can come in the rest of the week, you can try a few more free classes if you want, uh, before you decide whether or not you want to sign up. I was like, no. I was like, I'm, I'm good, go ahead and sign me up. He's like, are you sure? I was like, yeah, just do it. Pull the trigger. So you talk about male dominated. Of, I think I was at your first class and you were the first female that I'd ever done any training with. Mm-hmm. And I, I'd been training for a couple of years before at other places, nothing serious, but so I, I can, I know I was like nervous. I can't imagine like, was it the same level of nervous coming into an environment or are you just ready? Um, a little bit of both. Uh, I knew, you know, obviously it was strange, especially like jujitsu is a very physical sport. You're in very close contact with people. Um, and as a female, it was a little intimidating at first. Um, my mom still can't watch me do class because <laughs> it makes her uncomfortable. But for me, nothing like that. I've never had any bad experiences, never anything like that. Um, and it's always like I enjoy training with uh, the opposite sex. I mean, it, it challenges me, especially when I first started. Um, I think there was only maybe one other adult female that even did jujitsu at the time. Um, and we were on opposite schedules. Um, she came during the day and I came during the evening. So we almost never saw each other or got to go, you know, together. Um, but very quickly I made good friends with some of the guys here, you included. Um, and it's just been awesome. I think the other, you're talking about Marion, right? Yep. Shout out to Marion. If I need you to listen, Marion, because I want <laughs> Chile marked on who on the countries that are in this podcast. So Come I on, need Marianne. I need you to step through. No, um, <laughs> so a f- embarrassing story. Marion was from Chile, and she never trained when I was here, and she had that accent and she had that that dark skin, and I like I just knew that she was like a black belt in jujitsu, <laughs> like she would murder me, you know, like. And then the first class, she's wearing a white belt, and I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Uh, she so, still definitely tried to murder you. Oh, yeah. She succeeded several times. <laughs> Her paper cutter choke was not... It was nasty. It was not what you wanted to get caught in. No. Um, and speaking of the differences between the men and women, uh, I always think... I always feel that, like, women are so much more technical and faster. Is that something that, like, when you train with other women, how do you feel the differences? Um, yeah, for the most part. Um me especially as a bigger lady um, I'm not so fast uh, which means I have to be more technical Um, and at the same time like when I'm rolling with somebody who's you know a hundred pounds less than me um, you know one I have to be technical to not hurt my partner Um, two 
I do tend to be a little stronger in that area. I can't, you know, use all my weight. But, so it's kind of a different, like when I go with the guys, most of the time I can go hard. Um, and, uh, you know, it makes a good balance of, I get to exert myself when I go with the guys. The girls, I get to work and be more technical um, and, you know, kind of work things that I don't normally, input from positions that I wouldn't normally do. Um, when I'm rolling with guys, I like to be a top player. Um, generally, when I'm rolling with girls, I try to go to the bottom um, and work, you know, bottom guard, things like that, that I don't normally work with the guys. And especially because I'm also short, so my legs aren't very long. Um, a lot of the girls, I actually can lock up closed guard, um, with, whereas with the guys, I might not be able to lock closed guard, so it makes it hard to play guard, mm-hmm. um, or at least closed guard. So I tend to use the different, you know, men versus women for different aspects of my jujitsu game. So uh, when you started training, it was mostly with men. Uh, for your first tournament, were you just training exclusively with men? Were you able to get in? Like, tell me about your first tournament. Um, so my first tournament uh, was an AGF tournament. I was a three-stripe white belt, and there was only one other female in my division. She was like a whole head taller than me um, and a heck of a lot stronger than me. She was also a GB lady. Um, she trains out of Chicago. Um, under Professor Carlos Limos Jr. Um, and we became pretty good friends after that. I mean, uh, I've seen her a few times at other tournaments. She's gone above and beyond tournament-wise. She's, uh, you know, won some pretty good tournaments, and and uh, it's been exciting to watch her grow uh, just from where we both started. Our first tournament, we stayed on our feet almost the entire match, didn't do hardly anything. We were both did not confident in our takedowns and we just kind of wanted to catch the other in, in a misstep and capitalize on it. And um, I think she won by, I think she won by takedown in like the last minute of the match and ended up on top and that was that. So from your first tournament, um... How did the preparation change from your first tournament to maybe your last tournament? Uh, so my first tournament, I felt hugely underprepared. Um, I felt like my my uh, preparation wasn't enough for what I felt like I was doing. Um, it was still a blast. I still thoroughly enjoyed my first tournament. I still enjoy competing. Um, but as far as preparation-wise, I feel like I didn't have a whole lot in my first tournament. I had a game plan in my head, but then, of course, it didn't happen. And so <laughs> um, I just ended up, you know, not kind of mentally in it. Whereas now when I go to tournaments, um, I have several game plans. I have lots of, if this happens, I'm going to do this. Uh, you know, different chains depending on, you know, what I enjoy doing. Uh, I Tournament-wise, again, I like to play top. I like to play top side control specifically. Uh, I have several chains of attack that I like from there. Um, as far as takedown-wise, I really like foot sweeps. I like outside hooks. 
I know what I like now uh, versus five and a half years ago when I didn't really know what I was good at. I didn't know I had a handful of techniques, whereas now I have a whole bag full um, that I can kind of call on at need. Um, and uh, I feel like mentally I'm a lot more prepared now. I'm not, I don't get as nervous before tournaments. Um, my first, first two years at tournaments were absolutely terrifying. I loved competing, but I would always, I'd be shaking before the match. I'd blow my grips on the first, <laughs> the first round just from nervous grabbing. Uh, and uh, now I can kind of think about like, hey, I need to relax. I need to save my energy here. Um, I need to go hard and I need to go fast here. Um, and so I think just experience in general has helped a lot with my, how I prepare and you get a better understanding the more you do it of how everything works um, and how everything goes down. How many tournaments do you think you've done? <laughs> um, 25, 30 maybe, quite a few. She's podium to every one of them. <laughs> Only because there's only one or two other people. Nope, not everyone. I did, I have done one IBJJF and I did not podium. No. I lost first round to a monster lady. To a monster lady. With, <laughs> she, she was so much taller and so much stronger and, I mean, ripped six pack abs like crazy a pro MMA fighter. Um, but I, I felt okay because I was the only one that day that went the full uh, six minutes with her. She wiped the floor with my division. She wiped the floor in the open division uh, and took <laughs> double gold that day. And uh, yeah, everybody else got tapped by her. So I should have tapped. Well. <laughs> you know, she tried to break my arm a few times and I should have. Fair. <laughs> Uh, you just got your purple belt, was it late last year? Yeah. Late last year. Who wins in the fight between new blue belt Kirsten and new purple belt Kirsten, and how? Um, probably purple belt Kirsten. Just, just for, I've really, within the last few years, started to um, play my game a little smarter. Um, blue belt Kirsten still got caught in lots of ridiculously like blatant submissions and things like that whereas purple belt Kirsten sees it coming a thousand miles away um not necessarily uh that I know a whole lot more techniques now I think I've just started to master well not master but um you know, started to get a much better understanding of even even just the basics, um, things that I was not great at as a blue belt um, have just become habit as a purple belt. Um, but I'm still very new purple belt, so it's only been a few months, and with all this quarantine stuff, I haven't got to train like normal. So. I, I keep teasing my head instructor. Is he going to send me a piece of electrical tape in the mail, or how's it going to work? <laughs> All right, Coach K. Now, um, right now, you started under Professor uh, Coach Bo, mm -hmm. and now he's Professor Bo. 
And then you left the school when uh, Coach Rob, that was with us, went and started Jeff City. So you kind of have you know, two instructors or mentors that you've kind of looked up to. What is your first memory of Bo? Um, my first memory of Bo, Professor Bo is my first class. Um, he taught it. I think I went with him for quite a bit that day um, as far as technique-wise. And uh, he was really good at explaining the way that everything worked um, and just really kind of sparked the interest in the first place um, as far as my jiu-jitsu journey has gone. And now you train mostly in Jefferson City with Coach Rob. What was your first memory of Coach Rob? Uh, my first memory of Coach Rob was this big scary guy. Um, <laughs> he, uh, super, super nice guy. Love him to death. But, uh, you know, as a new person coming in, um, he was always a little intimidating. Um, he was, you know, he had, he's prior military. He was working law enforcement at the time. And uh, so he had lots of experience, um, and I kind of looked up to him for that just because he had so much experience. Um, he was already a blue belt, I believe, by the time that uh, I started. <clears throat> and of course, as a, as a newly minted white belt, uh, you always just kind of naturally look up to the people who are higher ranking um, as you know, something to strive towards um, in your journey. How do you, as a purple belt, approach new techniques? Um, as a purple belt, I will definitely say that I approach them a lot more technically than I did as a white belt or even a blue belt. Uh, now, I try to practice more technique, whereas as a white belt, you know, we kind of we give white belts the bad rap of being the most dangerous people out on the mats because they don't always necessarily know how to handle their body uh, as far as movement wise. Some, a lot of jujitsu is not necessarily natural movement. Um, but I would just say, you know, technique wise, I try to be more technical over strength or speed um, because there's always somebody faster or stronger than you. But if you have good technique, uh, that's where you're gonna catch people. Now you mostly train gi, but you do a little bit of no gi, right? I do a little bit of no gi. Um, I enjoy gi more, um, but I think it's also good for people to train no gi as well. Um, just, it gives a little, a little more realistic feel on, um, you know, you're not always gonna have uh, you know, a gi to grab onto, you know, there's t-shirts, there's hoodies, lots of things you can choke people with real life clothes wise, um, and lots of ways to do it, but you might not always have that. Um, and so I think it's good, especially, um, as ladies for self defense aspect. Um, it kind of gives you a different understanding on, you know, grips and just a different, it's an entirely different feel from gi jiu-jitsu versus no gi. Um, I've competed a few times in no gi um, and done all right, but uh, I feel like I personally have more success in gi. Um, but no gi is fun to do from time to time. 
Now you mentioned self-defense. Um, what, what are the differences between a self-defense jiu-jitsu and a sports jiu-jitsu for you? Uh, for me, self-defense is very uh, position-based, especially um, as, a, as a woman. It's working from positions that we might find ourselves in, um, you know, positions that we don't want to be in um, or are forced on us. And it's, it's different, whereas I feel like sport jiu-jitsu is a lot of, there's a lot of movement to it, there's a lot of um, being on top, there's a lot of, uh, a lot more ways to go about sport jiu-jitsu versus self-defense. Self-defense, I feel like you're a lot of times, like, this is the position you're stuck in, how do I get out of it? Um, which can be applied to sport jujitsu. Obviously, um, there's positions that you get stuck in that you don't want to be in. Um, but as far as self-defense, I feel like uh, it's really more about getting out of bad spots um, or being able to control someone from uh, a position versus being able to try to you know submit necessarily it's more control uh based control survival yeah 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 what is the most cringeworthy thing you see on the mats well the thing for me that that bothers me the most um and it's nothing against them i love having new people come into the school i especially you know um either ladies who don't feel very empowered or you know guys who are very sports oriented orientated they're uh you know they're they're athletes um but the thing that bugs me the most is probably the people who come in male or female um and they don't know how to control themselves yet which it's a learned thing it is um, but nobody wants to go with somebody who's going a thousand percent and not watching out for their partner. I think watching out for your partner is the most important thing in jujitsu. Without our partners, it makes it a thousand times more difficult to train. Um, and you know, nobody wants to come in and work with somebody who smashes them every mm -hmm. single class and just doesn't make it pleasant to work with. Mm -hmm. They won't let you work your technique. Um, you know, that's, that's my big thing. And I try to, you know, teach people, especially the newer people coming in, like, hey, you know, your partner is important. Be kind to your partner. Let your partner work. Everybody is at different levels of strength or experience. Um, you know, if you're, if you're going with a higher ranking belt, and you want to go harder all right you know they can take it they can control you they can you know mm -hmm. protect themselves um but if you're you know going with someone who's you know so much smaller than you or you know or a woman or you know even sometimes you know we roll we have you know teens in classes and things like that if they're weaker or younger or you know the opposite sex you roll with them differently um 
and you just kind of have to learn how to be a good training partner to everybody. What advice do you wish you would have gotten on your first day? Oh, goodness. Lots. <laughs> um, probably, while I didn't have a huge problem with it, um, just persistence. Um, training as much as you can. Um, you don't get better at jujitsu if you don't do jujitsu. If you're not in the school, you're not going to get better. Fact. Um, <laughs> so just really, um, and this is something I still struggle with, especially um, now that I coach at a school and I'm, I find myself on the mats a lot. Sometimes it's really hard to get in and train for myself. Um, it's, I'm, I'm at this school constantly and while I love it there, um, sometimes it does just make it hard to... I want to go home and I want to be somewhere other than, uh, you know, the school. And it's something that I have to tell myself, you know, no, you need to train tonight. You need to, you know, you need to do class. Um, and I always feel better that I made the decision versus the nights that I went home. And, and I'll get home and I'll think about it like, man, I really should have done training tonight. I would have felt so much better. I'd be improving a lot faster. <laughs> um, but yeah, just persistence. How does Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu differ from other martial arts? Um, as far as other martial arts, while I haven't trained them, um, I feel that it's far more self-defense based um, as far as if I were to get into a self-defense situation, I would far rather have Jiu-Jitsu versus a striking martial art um, you know, we learn self-defense, we learn blocking punches, um, but I feel like most altercations or most fights are going to end up on the ground. And if I end up down there and I've been doing a striking martial art, I, I'm not going to know what I'm doing. I'm going to be like a fish out of water. Um, it's, and while there's nothing wrong with striking, I think it's an important thing to learn. You know, you need to know how to throw a punch if you need to. Um, about breaking your hand or something like <laughs> you need to know those things but as far as martial arts wise for me personally um, I just think it's a lot jiu-jitsu is a lot more self-defense based and more useful as far as what I might encounter in real life in the current world what does Gracie Baja mean to you? Gracie Baja means family. I love coming in and seeing my Gracie Baja family members every time that I come in, all the way down to the tiny champions, three years old, um, to our oldest members. I mean, it's it's become a huge family. Um, you know, we're largest Gracie, you know, largest martial arts school in the world. Like. There's so many of us, and the way that, you know, they treat people, whether it's your school that you train at or a school halfway across the world that you train at, um, I've had the opportunity to visit lots of Gracie Baja schools um, all over the United States. Unfortunately, none out of the United States yet, but someday. Mm -hmm. But... Um, you know, I've 
only ever had one bad experience at a Gracie Baja school, and that school is also no longer a Gracie Baja. They didn't follow our values. Um, they, it did not feel like walking into extended family. Um, and, you know, it happens, but as far as all of the other Gracie Baja schools, I have walked into schools where I knew no one else. Um, just traveling and called up the schools like, hey, you know, I train at this Gracie Baja school and I'd love to come in and visit and, you know, travel and train at your school while I'm in town. And they've always been more than welcoming. Um, I've made several, you know, great friendships just through doing that. Um, and it's, it's like walking into my own school. I don't know anybody's names, but I know what to expect. I know what we're going to be doing that day. Um, and I know how I'm going to be treated going in. And that's a wrap. I want to thank Coach Kirsten for coming in, sitting down with me and discussing jujitsu today. I want to thank you for inviting me into your homes and listening to the podcast. I really appreciate you. I hope you're enjoying it. And until next time, keep calm and jujitsu.